Welcome back to the Can We Talk About It podcast. I'm Faye. I'm Freya. And this is officially our third episode. Episode three. We're so excited. We just keep bagging these out. We, we So we uploaded the first two, like, so we're filming this on Wednesday. Yeah. We uploaded them at like 2am on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um. So about 24 hours, just over 24 hours. And we're already filming the third one. And we're already filming the third one, <laughs> ready for Friday, but it's done so well for like us it's done better than yeah. we thought in the first 24 hours to like not have like any platform yeah and just upload it like out of nowhere yeah we keep refreshing the the analytics <laughs> yeah. and stuff just to like see it going up it's and crazy like don't get us right it's nothing nothing, nothing extreme nothing massive but like to us 75 different people listening in 24 hours is i would say that's pretty good on apple podcasts and spotify and spotify it's yeah been pretty crazy and we've had people in turkey listening yeah and we've america got an international baby <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and we also set up social medias um we now for it we set those up um, literally today so go and give it a follow on we've set up an insta a TikTok, twitter and, and a, a tiktok twitter. yeah, yeah. So on Instagram, it's can we talk about it dot podcast. dot podcast, and then TikTok is can just it's just can we talk about it podcast, and then Twitter is cwtai podcast. So can we talk about it? Just the first initial letters. of yeah. each word. Um, but but yeah. yeah, I think we did pretty well considering we had no platform. Mm-hmm. We've only made these accounts today, and to get that with no, no promotion, nothing. It's so exciting. It's like crazy. We got our first retweet as well. We did. We were so giddy about that. (laughs) From like a random man. It was like a music blog thing. So yeah, shout out to the guy who retweeted. That's pretty mad. I mean, it's not a massive thing to like everyone else probably listening, but we literally set up the social medias, what, two hours ago? Yeah. And I don't know. It's all a new experience for us. So it's exciting for us. And yeah, we just hope you guys enjoy it and come along for the ride because we're all new to this. And we're like, we're really enjoying doing it. Yeah. So we just hope there's somebody out there who enjoys yeah. listening. And now now it's live. We were saying earlier, weren't we? Like now it's live. It feels so much more real. And now we yeah, can see like the analytics of mm-hmm. who's listening, like everything. It's pretty crazy. It is. So we're having so much fun. And it's literally <laughs> been two episodes. We literally are. Okay, so should we talk about um last night? The oh shit that God. went down. Last night, so all we wanted to do was celebrate Pancake Day. Yeah. Right? It was Pancake Day yesterday. Um We were was, all in the kitchen. Yeah. All six of us. No, seven. Sam was there. Yeah. Um and we're enjoying making our pancakes. Freya, meanwhile, decides to put some chicken in the oven. In As the... a normal person does. Yeah, okay, yeah. What, but a normal person... Where do you cook chicken? I, no, I, it depends <laughs> what kind of chicken, all right? The air fryer, usually. Yeah, true. But no, Freya left a load of breadcrumbs on the fucking tray that literally charcoaled, and she had it on the grill setting. So, like, we was like, it really smells in here, and we opened the oven, and all this fucking smoke flies out, and then... Next thing you know, pitch black, power cut, power's gone. It was quite scary, actually. The house is so dark. Literally, I couldn't see a single thing. I was halfway eating my, through eating my pancakes. You panicked. You were like, <laughs> I don't know what to 
do and I was like right fuse box under the stairs and now let's go I was like I can't see I literally if you weren't in the house I don't think any of us would have known where the fuse box was so we would you would have come back and we would have been yeah. just sat there in the dark just waiting for me <laughs> luckily I knew where the fuse box was but like yeah I wasn't moving I was sat there I carried on eating my pancakes in the dark it was a bit of a struggle but I managed <laughs> And then, yeah, but every time we kept trying to turn the oven back on after that, still now, it just trips the electric. Yeah. So we're not... And then we emailed our estate agent if they could get maintenance out to come and fix it ASAP because we literally can't cook. And they were like, mm, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow. So, our estate agents are so fucking bad, though. Like, literally, they, they are awful. They're so slow with, like, fixing things. Our flatmate, Liv, had a broken bed for over, like, a month. Yeah. Well, like she couldn't sit on it without it like just collapsing. That's like mine though. You have to the side I sleep on, the uh, the slats fall out and I put them back in and they've like fully broken. And I've asked them to come fix it and they haven't. Still. Still. And that this was that before was like, Christmas. Yeah, that was ages ago. Yeah. It's honestly so bad. But um, yeah, we can't cook in the oven. Freya ruined my night because I really wanted to cook pizza last night. But I'm so couldn't. sorry. I just wanted my chicken. Because Freya was selfish and burnt her breadcrumbs in the oven. But I don't think that would have tripped the fuse. I don't like, understand It doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know how an oven yeah. trips a fuse, but... It did. Clearly did. And it keeps doing it. And now I can't even make my pizza tonight because they're not going to fix the oven until tomorrow. Yeah. And you went for a shower. Oh, God. Honestly, it was so funny. So she was like, I'm going to go for a shower. And you like to play your music, have your LED light. It's like a proper vibey concert shower. Yeah. Main main star you are <laughs> in the shower. So she goes up and I go to Joanne and Malietta who are in the kitchen with us. And I'm like, shall we just turn the lights off upstairs with the fuse box? We'll just turn the lights off. So she'll like shit herself, right? So we go to the fuse box and we turn off the... Rather than the lights, we decided to turn off the sockets. Yeah, but obviously I had I don't have my big light on. Like you said, I have my LEDs yeah. plugged in. So like I had my Alexa and my LEDs while I was in the shower, and they both just went off. Yeah, but like I didn't even notice at first, right? Because I was too busy singing along, and I had my eyes closed. So like I was just <laughs> the music and the lights just go off, and I'm just still like vibing along to like <laughs> my acapella version of Taylor Swift, <laughs> and then. I finally realised, I opened my eyes, I realised I'm like stood in the dark. I'm sat there thinking, as soon as the lights come back on, there's going to be someone perched on top of my toilet seat just staring <laughs> at me. Literally staring at me. But then I get out and I didn't realise that you didn't turn the lights off and it was just the plug. So I didn't even try to like turn the big lights on. So I was literally just sat there naked in a towel in the dark singing a cappella Taylor Swift with a vape in my mouth. And it was a really sad sigh. <laughs> <laughs> me and Joanne came upstairs because we didn't know if you'd like carried on with the shower or just got out of the shower and were like fuck it like, yeah it is what it is we come upstairs and we can hear you singing and obviously your door's shut and I'm eating my wrap I've made for heaters <laughs> and Joanne's just like we're trying so hard not to laugh because you're just <laughs> sat in there like singing and then you did like you stopped you stopped <laughs> I'm gonna cry you stopped and then carried on and like burst out laughing <laughs> my rat spat out my mouth and i just hear a hello <laughs> <laughs> and then me and joanne obviously don't reply because we're literally crying with laughter and you're like hello <laughs> you know i can hear you 
I didn't know who it was. I just knew someone was out there. So, oh, it was so funny. Yeah, but like it ruined my shower and you ruined my meal. So I didn't have a very good night last night after. <laughs> she hated me last yeah, night. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, it was funny though. No, it was funny. <laughs> there was just bits of like avocado and cucumber on the floor. I've spat this around the house. <laughs> Is it still out there? Have you picked no, it I up? No, I picked it up and okay. put it in the bin. I'm not a fucking weirdo. I mean, some people would have left it there. So, I come down for my lunch. And Joanne comes down today. And she goes, oh my god. And you're there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What's going on? And she's like, I finished. I know what you did last summer. And I... And you were like, don't say anything because Freya hasn't finished it. Yeah, you've... I don't know if anyone listening's watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's on Amazon is that the one that's on prime, prime? it's yeah. on prime um we really liked it Freya's the only one in the house now who hasn't finished it i want like what episode four we got to four. last night i don't know if it's eight or ten i think there might be ten. Oh my god i don't think i have time to watch i've got assignments to do this week no. <laughs> okay i do i have one tomorrow i haven't started it you had one last week <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but um yeah Freya, uh it's i think it's really good what bit have you gotten up to um this is going to be a spoiler, so anyone who hasn't shit, yeah, watched it, shit. just skip this bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got up to the bit where, is it Riley? Yeah. Has just been stabbed. Oh, yeah, and she got her hand chopped off. Yeah. Um, what's your predict? Who do you think the killer is? See, well, we were having this discussion last night. At first, I thought it was the policeman. Yeah. Then he had his throat slit. Uh-huh. So, I'm still thinking it could be... I've got a couple. I'm yeah. thinking it could be Margot. Uh-huh. Dylan. Yeah, the obvious. The obvious one. Or I think it's going to be one of the, like, parents. Yeah, I got the... Yeah, I, I just can't suspicions. work out which parent I think it could be. But, but I... I think it's going to be because they found out that Alison... That Lennon is actually Alison. And it was Lennon who died that night. And they're like... They're pissed about it because so they're getting yeah. revenge. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what the plot line is, basically there's a group of teenagers. They've just graduated from high school and they're like celebrating one last time together and somebody dies. Somebody gets accidentally killed and they hide this person's body. And then a year later when they all come back from their first year at college. Yeah. They all start getting murdered one by one, and you have to figure out why, who's doing it. Every time I go to put it on, it's like the first thing that comes to my head is, I know, I know what, what you did, did last summer. summer. And then for one of us is lying, that's a TV one show of that's us like, is lying. Yeah, because yeah. that's another TV show we've been watching. Oh, we need on to Netflix. talk about that as well because that shit was so fucking good. Apart from the ending, the ending I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't really. And I'm not even talking about the text message that they received at the end. No, I'm talking about Nate with Bronwyn. Nate at the lockers. Yeah. Where he just, like, completely blanks her. Yeah. Even though she's just... This is, again, spoilers. Spoilers. For one of us is lying on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it. But this is a spoiler. But um, basically, the plot is there's all there's a app that this yeah. boy at the school posts secrets. Of so he, like, exposes people. Yeah, exposes people. And then they all get detention one day, these five people, and the guy who runs the app dies. Dies. And they're blaming the four other students. That were in detention That were in detention with him, but they think that they're trying to prove to the police and everyone that they were set up. Yeah. So it's all about that. Um, Two of the characters, Bronwyn and Nate, have a little thing going on. Mm -hmm. Final episode, 
they're at a party and she comes out and she's like i really like you i want to be with you and they kiss and there's like a really good kiss Mm -hmm. and then i'm like yay they're gonna get together and then obviously it ends with like the lead into episode uh season two yeah and he comes up to her and he just goes we're not each other's normals and just blanks her but i was like this girl did so much for you like yeah she literally got him out of prison yeah like she's the only reason and she was convincing everyone else to like you know try and help him she knew it wasn't him she had so much faith in him yeah but now i have second guesses because i thought okay he's completely innocent but obviously now that we know that there's somebody else still out there sending these like confessions out what like who's that that could be nate because nate was acting kind of sus now how is how does he go from like being really into her and being really appreciative that she's gone through all this trouble and then just blanks her just like turns around and is like no no i don't care that you just admitted your love to me (laughs) which is what he's wanted the whole season literally it was so frustrating literally from episode one you could tell that he likes her and then Mm -hmm. they have a couple of kisses but like they get interrupted and she's like not sure and then he goes to prison then she fucking confesses it he like passionately kisses her Uh as if that's what he's been waiting his entire life for how are you just gonna suddenly blank her he was as well like he when she got annoyed at him when she found out that he was gonna flee to mexico he was annoyed that she was annoyed at him so it was like he clearly like cared what she thought about him and he said the only reason he didn't go was because of her literally she was like stay for me and he was like all right so confusing i don't understand it but i mean both of them go watch i yeah i hope season two comes out soon for both of these yeah but and, oh the guy who plays nate i just he's so fucking sexy he is cooper van grutel van grutel is that how you say that i don't know how to pronounce his last name i think it's, it's a, grutel it's a tricky one <laughs> it's a tricky one. it just reminds me of the little the little tree from avengers yeah Groot. i am Groot. i am Groot. um he is so he's my new celebrity crush you have a lot of those i do but he's like the number one at the moment because i think he's so sexy i yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna and he plays the bad boy and one of us is lying and that Mm -hmm. you know everyone likes a bad boy have you seen that everyone likes a bad boy yeah not a fucking Fucking terrorist terrorist, though chris Chris. (laughs) (laughs) yeah well so everybody go yeah you should give those give them a go honestly i would say like 10 out of 10 other than the ending yeah one of us is lying because when you obviously find out who did it and stuff, I was like, well, why, why go to that length? Mm-hmm. Um, I need to finish. I know we did last summer, so watch this space. We'll be back to properly discuss it. You better I have finished it, it by next week. I'll try. I've got okay. this. Once I finish my assignment tomorrow, You're good to go. I'm good to go. Okay, I'll and make I'll get sure. Back I'll to make you. sure you like stick to that. Monday's episode. I'll tell you. Monday's episode. Okay. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I've got to finish it by Sunday. Yep. Brilliant. <laughs> No, it's fine. Once tomorrow's out of the way, I can binge watch. Okay. We're good. Okay, as we spoke about last episode, there was a few incidences that we had at school yeah. where we had some wild stories about teachers and we promised that the next episode we'd talk more about that. And we are back for round two. Literally, so the last podcast, I think I told them about my porn star teacher. Yeah. My teacher that was... And you briefly touched on the pedo one because he was in a yeah. pedo ring he okay so this teacher what should i call him mr pedo <laughs> <laughs> mrs right. corner and mr pedo yeah mr pedo 
came to the school in I think it was when I was starting year 11. So were you in Spain or the UK at this time? This was in Spain. Okay. So I just started year 11 um you know going into doing GCSEs and whatever and he was the new head of he's the deputy head is that what I don't know he was like principal yeah it was something like that that was his position and he also taught business but I didn't do business um and he was just always fucking creepy from the get-go everyone had bad vibes about him right and just the way he talked to you like when he would talk to you he wouldn't like look at your face like most teachers would he'd like look you up and down and like if he was a girl his eyes would just be on your tits the whole time oh like, and he was like so obvious about that's it that's when you want to be fucking flat chested <laughs> literally <laughs> nothing to look I at i was so uncomfortable like bear in mind like when you're in year 11 you're what like 15 16 yeah i was not just me everybody was so fucking uncomfortable with him and it wasn't just the girls like all the boys would be like this See, that's fucking like wrong when the boys are uncomfortable because obviously every school has that one teacher that you just think oh you i'm getting a bit sus from him, this mm-hmm. guy we had one, but the boys never felt uncomfortable. It was, it always, was always the, the girls. girls. But yeah, if the boys feel uncomfortable, like everyone was picking wrong. up on it. Yeah. And like, so he, he just, he didn't do too much. There was just like little things that he'd do that were really fucking weird. And he, there was like a, and this is why I think the boys felt uncomfortable too, because I think he just didn't have a preference on gender, right? Like he was weird with every fucking body. And, there was this boy in my year who did business and was supposed to be handed in like coursework and Mr. Pedo came up to him when he was in the queue for to get his lunch and um Mr. Pedo was like oh you need to send me your coursework and this guy was like okay yeah I'll email it to you later tonight and Mr. Pedo turned around and was like or I could like give you my number and you could text it to me what the fuck what kind of fucking teacher says that like you who's giving their number out to students yeah that is that is fucked because oh that just makes me feel sick like, i had i not gonna lie i did when i was in sixth form i did have a few of my teachers numbers but that was mainly like you know either when you've been on school trips yeah and they've been given out or in, for one of my lessons it was so we could have a group chat because he had to like keep sending us like certain yeah like links and stuff so i've got a few like school ones from school trips and stuff but like there was never anything like more than schoolwork going on. I was them, never you know? texting my teacher going, so guess what happened last night? Literally. I would wait for the lesson and be like, listen here. I mean, I'd get drunk sometimes and ring them <laughs> up, but they'd never fucking answer me. Yeah. But yeah, so this this Mr. Pedo was like, oh, I could I could give you my number and you could text it to me. And it was just red, like he was like so close to him. And like this guy literally takes a step back and literally goes, no, it's all right. I'll just email it to you. And like everybody watching was just like, Ugh. like, yeah fucking creep and then what where what really like did it for most people we was in science and one of the science teachers who'd been at school for a few years now he was really lovely um literally sat down in front of the whole class and was like if mr pedo asks you to go in his office he was like i've told my daughter this and i'm telling all of you if he asks you to go in his office alone with him do not go and to me that's a red fucking flag I'm not being funny, but if another teacher's saying that, why has this guy not been fucking fired already? I feel like them, like, I, I think a lot of teachers knew about it. And I think, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but they were all fucking aware of it and nobody was doing shit. I don't know if it's because, like, he had a contract. But even if you have a contract, surely it's a breach of contract. Yeah. And also, like, 
a teacher is employed to keep students safe if at any point you feel like your students aren't safe around a teacher like they can't be one-on-one with them Mm -hmm. that to me is an immediate fire you'd think so especially if everyone in the school it's not just like one person starting a room where it's everyone it's in the fucking school. everybody like anytime he'd walk past so we had like windows that were like glass that would look into the hallway and anytime yeah. he'd walk past everyone would just be like, like he just gave everyone such bad air yeah and then yeah this science teacher told us not to go in his office alone with him um and it was the one thing so like the school was quite gossipy because there was always so much shit going on like amongst the teachers right and there was like some teachers that just didn't take things as seriously as others and they would happily like indulge and tell secrets but even those teachers whenever mr pedo got brought up or like somebody would try and ask about him they'd be like no we're not allowed to talk and they'd get so stern and strict about it which was so like out of character for them when talking about gossip within the school they just wouldn't talk about this man at all and then um in i think it was when i was doing my mocks my mock gcse's um, I was missing my maths one because me and a friend were going to Barcelona to go see Justin Bieber and I wasn't going to be around for my maths exam so I had to go and tell him about it because he was like overseeing it all and he was like that's fine you can just do it when you get back like separately and I was like okay and then I get back and he takes me to his office and the whole way on the way to his office I'm just thinking oh my god this is it yeah literally like i've been warned not to go into his office alone with him like Mm. shouldn't do that and my heart's like "Mm." beating out your chest literally but i follow him into his office maybe i'm stupid i don't know but But we did cover last episode that you have no fucking sense of threat or danger but like for some (laughs) reason no yeah but for some reason in my head i'm thinking okay even though this other teacher's warned us not going to go in the office alone with him like everybody says it we've all seen how creepy it is for some reason in my head i just couldn't think anything was going to happen you know you wouldn't though would you like you're on school property schools mm-hmm. are meant to be a safe place why you'd... would you ever think that you'd something was going to happen yeah especially with one of your teachers yeah so i go into his office and i think normally when i'm in a teacher's office the door gets left open like because if it's just you and one student they have to leave the door open for like i don't know protocol or whatever yeah. to make sure you're not doing anything inappropriate you know don't because that's the kind of like safety yeah. measures that they put in so normally they leave the door open but then he gives me my paper and then he shuts the door and oh, fuck that literally oh, like, let me out he shuts now. the door and locks it right oh no and i'm just sat there thinking what the absolute fuck like my now my heart's really fucking beating I, <laughs> but I was like no i just i didn't look up from my exam paper the whole time i sat there for like the hour and a half hour and a half in mm-hmm. the room with this man literally i was answering those questions like fire round i was like it's i want to get out of Your here as fast as i 25 percent speed yeah and he literally just sat there in his desk facing me the whole hour and a half in a locked little office and then i was like i'm done i need to go now and he was like okay and then Ew. gets up unlocks the door and i'm out and that was the end of that like nothing happened it was fine but i remember when i when i was in his office i noticed he had like three different pairs of shoes lined up he had toothbrush Ew. he had like shampoo and conditioner he had was clothes. he living in school <laughs> turns out oh my god he was <laughs> we don't know if he was living in there but it was a rumor that went around that he was living in there because he'd he i don't know someone told me they have like under the drama department they have these like showers that nobody uses yeah um 
but one of my friends did drama and she said they went in one day in the morning and the showers were all like wet as if they'd been used and there was a wet towel and it was like the same color towel that was in his office definitely his then that's not just a fucking coincidence (laughs) he's definitely at least showering in there but everyone thought like maybe he was like sneaking in after hours or whatever ew yeah and then what a freak and then he just like disappeared a couple months before our actual gcses teachers love to do that literally he just ghosted all of us Ghosted us. <laughs> he ghosted everyone and then oh but before before he left i remember there was an incident you spoke about last time somebody was watching porn on the school computer yeah. as one of the teachers similar thing happened with him in his business class but he wasn't caught so he was in that classroom he'd used it everyone had left and then the next teacher and the next class had come in and she'd opened up the browser and this porn website popped up and she was fuming she was like who's just been in here like what teacher was this and everyone was like oh it was mr pedo oh oh my god and then literally and apparently in business class he used to um crawl around on the floor sorry like apparently he'd get down on all fours and just like crawl between like desks and stuff what the fuck literally so fucking weird but yeah fucked up school so all of this was going on like everyone just thought he was a creep and then the science teacher kind of confirmed it none of the teachers would talk about him and then he just disappeared right and then it wasn't until first year of uni so two years after he disappeared i was talking to one of my friends that went to that same school and was in my year yeah um and her mum is really good friends with the old head teacher of that school Mm -hmm. he got like removed i guess because it just not for any like anything bad it just got taken over by a new company yeah so they kind of did him dirty and just replaced him and my friend's mum was good friends with this man right and she'd found out from him that mr pedo was actually removed from school property by the police like he was escorted out and it came out that he was in a pedophile ring what the fuck yeah so that is a story about how we had a pedophile working in the school (laughs) (laughs) yeah like a weird joke speaking of people being removed actually i have a couple of stories so i'll tell you one that I didn't I don't really know too much of the details, but it was like a rumour going around. So in like year ten, year eleven, mm-hmm. we had one of our RE teachers left. So they brought in someone else. And he was a bit of an oddball. He used to be like so he used to come into our sociology lessons as well and like cover uh-huh. for when the other teacher she'd left. So he would come in and cover before we got our new one. And he would sit there and he'd talk about how he was a boxer. And how he lived next to prostitutes in, like, India. What the and fuck? something in Italy. All these stories. Yeah. Which, when you're younger and you've got to do work, is so much fun because you can just sit there for half an hour and listen to these live stories mm-hmm. and not learn anything. Turns out, we then have our other sociology teacher who fully takes over. Uh-huh. He comes in and we're like, oh, what happened to him? The other teacher. And he was like, we've had to remove him from school grounds. Because we'd also complained, to, uh, it, well, it must have been year 11 because we complained to him. At the beginning, it was fun not to do anything. But then you had but to But we had to get work done and we obviously weren't learning anything that we needed to learn for our exams. 
So we were like, this guy is shit. Like, can you please just take over? So he ended up taking over and we were like, oh, so what happened to him? Mm -hmm. So he'd gone into the lower years and was teaching them RE. And there was rumours going around the school that he was showing them. He wouldn't follow the, um, what's it called? The curriculum. Curriculum. He wouldn't follow what like the teacher had planned for him to talk about. He would just wing it. So he would show like year seven, year eight, the videos of like dogs being skinned because we did like uh, a topic on like animal cruelty and animal like rights and stuff. Taking a bit far though. Yeah. So he would show them videos of like animals being skinned alive and things like this. And obviously parents complain because their kids have come home and going, we've just seen a video of a dog being skinned alive. And then he was removed from school property because he was inappropriate, wouldn't follow the curriculum, wasn't teaching kids anything would show them really inappropriate videos so that was one but i didn't really have too much to like do with that then okay so science teacher i had this science teacher what should we call him i'm gonna call him mr all right i'm gonna call him mr dinosaur (laughs) and the only reason i'm gonna call him this is because he used to have this dinosaur that he would squeeze and it would make a noise and when he made that noise it meant like be quiet it's time to like discuss mr dinosaur mr dinosaur I had him in like year seven um, for science and then, you know, we get put into sets so I didn't have him anymore. In about, I don't know what year it was actually, but he like disappeared. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is he like disappeared? Um, turns out, so he was writing like alien fan fiction, like <laughs> dirty fan fiction about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Why aliens? I think he had an alien like. Why fetish. not a bit of like Harry Styles or something? <laughs> aliens. Um. Yeah. So he was writing about aliens, which like people managed to find the fan fiction and would read it. I wish I could find. It. I wish I remembered like the name of the website, but I can't remember it. And then turns out another reason that he had to leave was because he had posted on Twitter a like photo of a answer of a test that a girl had obviously given in and he was marking yeah and he'd taken a photo of this answer in which she got it wrong or something and he just went what a stupid bitch or something like that and people had found the twitter and he got suspended because obviously you can't share stuff as you should that's so bad isn't it um but yeah so that was our science teacher mr dinosaur And then where it's really at is our history teacher. Okay. This woman was a fucking oddball. <laughs> so I'm call- going to call her Mrs. Tudor because she taught us Tudors. Okay. Yeah. So for this was A-levels. So I went to my school sixth form. So we were doing Tudors, Cold War, and then our coursework was on India. Uh-huh. Um, like the Indian Empire. Yeah. British Empire, whatever you call it, in India. Um, so she was teaching us Tudors and also was meant to be helping us with our coursework. And then we had another history teacher who was doing Cold War. Mm-hmm. And we loved the teacher who was teaching us Cold War. So this is first year, I want to say. No, this is second year. So obviously, shit serious. We're about to do our A-levels, like our exams. And we've got to submit this coursework, which is 20% of our grade. And coursework isn't fun anyway um so she's a bit of a weird one anyway she would always have like sick days Mm -hmm. um 
and we were like oh she's always ill like this isn't fair on us like fair enough if you're ill we get that but like we weren't getting appropriate cover and stuff like this so she was just shit basically she would always leave she wouldn't tell us she wouldn't even tell the other history teachers that she was on sick leave she just like wouldn't turn up and it's like we need someone reliable to teach us so we're obviously complaining to our other history teacher about it and she's like yeah i know like i share your frustrations she's pissing all of us off as well um turns out she wasn't ill I can't remember what her reason was, but she wasn't ill. Like, she was taking sick leave. So she was getting paid for this. Yeah. But she wasn't ill. She had a blog. I'll I'll show you the blog after this. Because I remember it. <laughs> um, but she had a blog. And she this was her, like, outlet for all her, like, mental health issues and everything she wanted to talk about. She would put in this blog. Which, fair enough. If that's the way you want to vent. E- vent and express yourself, fair fucking play. Everyone's entitled to their own way of coping coping exactly so she would obviously write on this blog she was promoting it to like year sevens up to year 13s talking about her mental health talking about her mental health but it gets worse so we go on the blog we find her twitter and we were like let's just do a bit of snooping yeah go on her twitter and this was in a history lesson by the way with our other teacher because funnily enough this fucking teacher hasn't turned up (laughs) so we're sat there and we're like let's just see if we can find the blog so we find her twitter find the blog and we're reading through these posts and she's got posts on there obviously about her mental health she gets like headaches and migraines quite a lot and Mm. all this stuff and um so then there's a post from the day that she's uploaded the day she was sick yeah and it was talking about stuff how she wasn't sick and stuff so obviously we showed that to our teacher we were like she's not sick Uh uh-huh and she was like, can you take screenshots of that and email it to me, please? Because I'm going to have to tell the head of humanities. Mm-hmm. And then she was, we kept scrolling through this vlog. There was a post about the time she thought she got raped, which obviously I'm not denying if you yeah. feel like you've been raped or whatever, which, and if you have, and that's your form of expressing, expressing and dealing with it, fair enough, but you should not be promoting this to your sevens, you know, yeah, that was, 10 year olds, that's... 11 year olds was the wrong thing to do yeah because this blog post was like in detail as well and she also had a post in there the one that made me fucking crease was she had a post and she'd written it as a letter to her brother um and she basically called him out and said that he was a shit parent a shit dad oh. he's gonna raise his kids to end up like her coming from a woman who doesn't have kids i think that's a bit bold yeah we all have opinions about how you should be raised but that's your brother and your like niece and nephew i feel like well i was gonna say it's a bit of a sticky one but it's it's not really like fair, like you said fair enough if this is her way of like dealing with her emotions and getting it all off her chest yeah you know she might not have anyone she feels like she can talk to she clearly doesn't have a very good relationship with her brother yeah. i guess but then going and trying to promote it to your students especially like the young ones that should have been a no-no. It's just a bit inappropriate, isn't it? That's um, really inappropriate. So yeah, we... Obviously, at this point, we've had enough of her shit. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's fucking snitch on this woman. Like, we deserve a good teacher who's gonna be able to help us with our A-levels and our coursework. That's all we've wanted. Mm-hmm. So we snitch on her to our other history teacher who's like, what the fuck? Because at, at first, she was like, it's just a blog. Like, she shouldn't... First of all, teachers are supposed to have their, like, Twitter, Instagram, all that private. Yeah. 
um so you obviously like can't follow them this wasn't none of it was private obviously because we found it and she's promoting it and our other teacher was like it would be fine if she wasn't promoting it but she is and it's inappropriate for her to be showing kids this side of her life yeah that should be very separate and like 10 11 year olds in year seven should not be reading yeah they should be exposed yeah um so she has to go and talk to head of humanities and the principal of the school and she got like temporarily suspended or something like that um because she was basically shit at her job and just wasn't reliable and was just awful and i heard from my brother that she's they so we the principal was like swapped yeah and she's decided to rehire her as head of history not like, even just a not teacher, even a teacher head. head of history and joke. i was like so we're just gonna forget what happened like three years ago yeah no poor poor woman she clearly had a lot of issues but if yeah. you shit your job you shit, you at, shit your job. at your job aren't you like you can't blame it at that point on like other things going on in your life yeah i feel like you have to be learn to like compartmentalize yeah exactly but this one Which she couldn't do wasn't doing like i'm all for you you know having an outlet and stuff but there's a time and a place of when you should be sharing that with people and it's not to year sevens yeah and, and like obviously to us we were like oh this is a bit weird reading about how our teacher got raped but yeah it's not, i feel like it's not it's not something she should have been doing as a teacher yeah hey ho <laughs> you live and you learn you well do. she doesn't she's been rehired but <laughs> she gets fired and <laughs> nothing ever came of it right let's get into a few confessions do you want to go first um i can go first if you want me to go first okay yeah I'm in a long distance relationship with this girl and she has a high body count, but I'm still a virgin. I don't judge her for that at all, but it's making me self-conscious about my lack of experience. My mates told me to shag some girls before she visits me. What should I do? Uh, I've not listened to his friends. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it, because if he really likes this girl and he says they're already in a relationship, whether it's, she's did, obviously going to know that. Was it long term or long distance? Long distance. Yeah. Whether it's long distance or not, I feel like. If that was, if I was that girl and I was with this guy that I really liked, I'd prefer him to just be honest with me. Yeah. And like, you can teach him stuff. Because if, if she's mm-hmm. got experience and she, they obviously she clearly like each likes. other. Exactly. Like, why would he want to? Because like, regardless of if he goes and shags a load, a load of other girls to get, gain a bit of experience for her. Like, who's to say she's not going to like what these other girls, mm-hmm. what he's learned and picked up from these other girls. Mm-hmm. So if I was him i'd ignore what his friends said and i'd just be honest with the girl that he's in a relationship with exactly because like if he's not judging her for her high body count she should have the decency to not judge him for being a virgin exactly and she's still with you like she knows you're i would hope she knows you're a virgin and also just do what you feel comfortable with if your mates are telling you to go shag loads of girls and you're not comfortable doing that then don't do it don't do it at the end of the day it's between you and your girlfriend exactly and yeah obviously you go to your friends for advice but at the end of the day you can go to them for advice you don't have to listen to it yeah no especially when that's the kind of advice i wouldn't recommend doing that i wouldn't recommend it either i mean do what you want though yeah if you want to go shag (laughs) loads of girls go do it i mean no because you're in a relationship don't do it don't do it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah just i'd just be honest with your girlfriend yeah okay 
This confession says, I think my sneaky link is fucking someone else. Slight rumours and my gut tells me he is. I know some people are going to say he's not. He's not your man, so why are you pressed? STDs are, STDs are very much real, so I'd very much like to know if he is. I feel like I deserve that much respect. Get a test. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, he's her sneaky link. Yeah. They're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She, She's kind of trying to say she has a right because she might get an STD if he's sleeping around. But then use condoms and get tested regularly exactly and also yeah like you're not in a relationship he doesn't owe you anything no he doesn't owe you to be the only girl that he shags no exactly because if he's a sneaky link then it's yeah. like on the down low anyway mm-hmm. she doesn't have a right to you know tell him who he should and shouldn't be sleeping yeah. with outside of maybe like fair enough if you want to know when the last time he shagged was because if maybe if it was that same day you, you don't want to shag him Mm-hmm. But if you're worried about catching something, like you said, get tested regularly and wear a condom. And then problem solved. Problem solved. You don't like, have to if worry. This, if this was the other way around, guarantee, and she was, you know, going off shagging other people. Yeah. She wouldn't want him in her business. Exactly. So, yeah, I I don't really agree with If her you want to shag people, shag people. As long as you've got no, you know, title STDs. on your... <laughs> yeah, or STDs, if you do, just wear a no condom. title on your relationship. Yeah, exactly. If you're just, you know, fucking around, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't owe it to anyone, no matter how it's no, like, exactly. close you it's are. Just, it's nobody else's business. Yeah. If you're not together, you're not together. It's your business and that's it. It's uh, it's only on you who and who, who you shag and who you don't. And only 100%. you, unless you feel comfortable sharing with other people who you have, it's only up to you to know. Maybe he should invite her a threesome and she might stop being a bit salty. She might love it. Just wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds a bit disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm coming toward the end of my fourth year of uni now. And I've had the same towel under my bed that I nut onto. And I've never washed it once. Uh. I have one word. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just really, that really made me gag. <laughs> I have one word and that is disgusting that get is, yourself checked out that, that is, is grim mangy yeah why not fucking wash it it's not that difficult surely it'd be also, like crusty yeah surely that shit fucking stands <laughs> <laughs> surely it's just solid now <laughs> Fuck that. no movement but also like i mean i'm not a boy so i don't know but why a towel do you know what i mean yeah I know, I know a lot of boys. I know boys aren't usually on it about cleanliness as much as girls are. Yeah, but that's taken a bit too far. I just find it weird that it's like into a towel. Like boys are into a sock, and I'm just like, but like fourth, surely right, fourth year at uni. Has he not moved like accommodation or anything since? Yeah, you yeah, because first year you're in halls, and then two, so three, four. Surely you're he's in had a house. to move that towel from under uh, each bed. So why not just fucking wash it? <laughs> Yeah, like you had, and like he gets it out every oh, time he has a wank. Stink. You, yeah, pro- that's four years worth of calm. Uh, that is disgusting. I, I don't like that. Just, just fucking bin it. I think you need catch it, bin it, kill it. That's <laughs> what I say. <laughs> I think he needs to talk to like a hygiene therapist or something. Just, yeah, he needs to get himself sorted out. You are not right in the head, mate. No, that's a bit dirty. If that's I, what you're doing. Fair I, enough if you use a towel, but fucking clean that shit. I'm sorry, I wouldn't I wouldn't be putting it with anyone who... Yeah, what would you do if that was your boyfriend? Like, if you found out that was a guy you were seeing? I'd be out the door. Would you? I Like, it just... I think it'd give me such bad ick. 
that yeah. like if he's that dirty he can't clean his towel what else is he that dirty about yeah true like how often is he cl- changing his underwear how often is she showering exactly like, yeah. i'd have too many like doubts now so i wouldn't be able to stay with him but yeah that's true if you're a nicer person than i am and you can overlook that stuff i don't think i could to be fair that the the reaction to this is the same reaction i got from that tiktok you showed me the other night that was grim that was i was literally nearly borderline thrown up but i think if i found a boy's fucking cum towel that has been going four years strong out that fucking door mate i'm going i'm blocking you on everything Mm -hmm. and if people ask me why i will tell them i will tell them why because that is grim it is everyone should be everyone should be aware okay um i got my heart broken by a girl who was vegan now i make sure i eat twice the amount of meat during every meal so that when she doesn't eat meat she's not actually saving the planet yes i'm very proud you should be do you know what damn right fuck the vegans i say okay (laughs) you're not vegan i don't know why you're (laughs) no i tried to be vegan didn't work out i mean i don't have anything against vegans no i don't either it's only when they try and force me to become a vegan do you know what i mean yeah i don't want to be vegan yeah if you want to be vegan be vegan i don't give a fuck if you want to eat grass do it don't then come at me when i want to have a fucking chicken burger no exactly like just mind your own business yeah you mind yours i'll mind mine yeah i'm not i'm not i mean no i was gonna try and defend them but i can't i feel like they just they just they do it to themselves already don't they yeah it's a choice at the end of the day isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, next confession i like sucking my girl's sweaty toes especially if she has long nails so i can stick my tongue in between the nails super satisfying and love the smell what the fuck <laughs> i'm not how fucking grim i'm not a kink shamer by any means but you, you're about to kink shame but that's like, taking it a step too far dirty. like i understand people no i mean i don't understand people who like toes because i myself i'm not into feet right yeah but i can accept that there's people out there that do like feet yeah it doesn't bother me as much as like it would bother somebody else but wanting to like stick your fucking tongue in between her toenails oh like the dirt that would like i don't know which is dirtier this confession or the one about the guy with the towel under the bed i feel like this one because the towel isn't harming anyone at the end of the day it's harming him you know that's just him but then licking this girl's toes are only is only harming this guy surely and it's doing her a favor he's cleaning up (laughs) he's cleaning out those nails I really, uh, I mean, fair enough if that's what you and your girlfriend like to do and if she likes it too, but I just don't feel like that's the sort of thing you need to share on the internet. (laughs) You're lucky this is anonymous because I don't (laughs) think you'd have many fucking friends after that. No, Freya, if that was you, I'd be having serious words. If that was me, I'd be having serious words myself. (laughs) That is grim. I kissed my girl best friend and we had intercourse. I don't know if this is cheating. I have a man though. I think it's calm because we're both girls. I love the word intercourse. <laughs> Not we had sex. We had intercourse. intercourse. The bed positioning. <laughs> we became one. Um, um, thing is, you know if it was just that she'd kissed him. No, she kissed, kissed this girl. I'd have a completely different view. Because I know a lot of people think that kissing is cheating. And... Um, Okay, it is. I'm not denying that. Yeah. 
But like, there's a difference between you going off and kissing some other guy mm-hmm. and your friend. Exactly, and your friend like girl. I feel like it's so common for girls just to kiss their friends. Yeah, I do on a night time. out, especially drunk. And like, yeah, and it like, and it doesn't mean anything. No, we just do it as like, it's just fun in it. Exactly, and it's not like there's no intention behind it. There's no you know romantic chemistry yeah. or like interest between them. So like to me, if there's none of those things, mm-hmm. and it's What's just the and it's just their friend and not a total stranger. And I think as well, a lot of boys like don't seem to have a problem with it when it's your girlfriends but if you kissed your boyfriend yeah it's kind of different but for some reason with your girlfriends but like for the for the guys that don't understand it i think that comes from the fact that it's just not something that they do with their guy friends you know yeah so because they don't do it they don't understand why you feel the need to kiss your girlfriends yeah but like it's just i feel like girls are a lot more touchy-feely with their friends that's we were having this conversation weren't we yesterday like Girls will quite happily like share a bed. Yeah. Boys very they get rarely so will weird get about so that. weird about it. Like I've seen most of my friends naked, not because like I'm like oh, strip in front of me. If we're getting changed, changed, I'm not gonna hide behind the corner. Like no, I'll just get changed. Especially like living in a house all together. The yeah. amount of times like I've seen Liv's tits, mm-hmm. or like she'll just shower with the door open. Yeah. And I just I didn't. I mean, g- guys obviously do do that as well. Guys obviously get their dicks out in front of each mm-hmm. other, but it's like the minute you want to put your hand on them yeah then that's like where they draw the line and they're yeah. like nah they're like, no but chance. like they'll happily walk around with their dick out in front of each yeah, other that's what i don't get Can't i really do don't understand it either or like sharing a bed it's like you're not asking i like, i don't share a bed with a girl and like oh give me a spoon <laughs> literally it's just a place to sleep it's better than sleeping on the floor 100 percent. but yeah so if it was just that she'd kissed her friend i would have yeah. been like okay this it's fine wouldn't yeah. really say that's cheating but the fact that they had sex that's a takes it to a whole new level yeah because you obviously there's like there was some sort feeling of sexual feeling that. there yeah but there was if it's inten- just a, there was an intention there to yeah take to have it further. but yeah if there wasn't if it was just like an innocent kiss in a club yeah then that's fine that's but fine since she had sex with this girl yeah that's i love how she needed someone to clarify that to her is that like sure <laughs> uh yes you had <laughs> sex with someone else whether it's a girl or a boy it's Literally. still sex yeah do you want to talk about the pub that you're boycotting? Oh, right. This pub, my favourite pub where we live. Yeah. Close by. Um, cheap. All, yeah, it's so cheap. Because we, we're obviously in the south of England. Mm-hmm. Drinks are expensive. Everything's yeah. fucking expensive down here. But this is like one pub where it's cheap to buy drinks. The atmosphere's great. There's a few fucking creeps around, but like, isn't there always um they've always got we music live in on. a predominantly like old town city, yeah so it's full of quite a lot of old people but like obviously you get the uni students as yeah. well but then other than that yeah there's quite a few old people about but this pub is such a vibe and um it's kind of like tucked away down an alleyway yeah so like it's hidden from like quite a few people so and it's just like a like nice spot an outdoor bit with like mm-hmm. lights and stuff like it's just cute it's cute um so yeah this is our favorite pub but we're now having to boycott it which saddens me so much. I mean, we don't have to, but morally speaking, I'm going to. <laughs> um, so basically, one day, me and Liv had gone to this pub, which we always do. Um, it was in the afternoon, like it wasn't late or anything. And we were just having a few drinks. And this guy came out and sat on the table next to us. And he's like, I think he said he was 29. 
he like made small talk with us and he seemed lovely didn't think there was anything weird about him at all and then me and Liv get back into having a conversation and we start talking about this old man that regularly regularly goes to this pub yeah. that decided one night to just turn around and grab her ass as she was walking past him to go to the toilet and we was talking about how that's like not okay why do like m- men sometimes just feel the, like that they can just go ahead and grab you for no reason um and then this guy butts in and he was like okay he was like gary wouldn't do that and i was like well gary did do that and he was like no you've got it wrong you're like you know you've misinterpreted the situation or whatever i was like well what's there to misinterpret like he grabbed her ass and that was that um and then he just went on this big long rant about how you've got to understand that this man's old and he was drunk. And I was like, what has that got to do with anything? Like how, it's not an excuse at all. And when I kept saying that to him, he was like, I didn't say it was an excuse. I'm not saying it's okay, but you've got to understand that he's old and drunk. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't understand why you're, you know, saying one thing and then saying that's not what you're saying. Like he just kept contradicting himself and it was really Mm -hmm. frustrating me. And we had this whole like half an hour argument and like he was just adamant that this man, this Gary guy, comes from a different time. You know, back in his day, it was okay to touch up girls and like do it. shit without their consent. But I was like, sexual offence laws came into place in the 1950s. I'm from a law student, literally <laughs> law student here. I'm pretty sure it was 1956 that they spoke about implementing it, and then I think it might have been like the 1960s that it actually yeah. became law. This was when Gary. Gary, bear in mind, is 75. So he's born in like the 40s. To have this law put into place, it must have been like controversial in the first place. There must have been so much talk about how it's not okay to be able to just grab women. And like, there was need for laws to be implemented. So he, this guy's making out that Gary's woken up one day and a load of sexual offence laws have been like sprung upon him and he doesn't know what to do with them. I was like, Gary must have been 10 or between 10 and 20 yeah to when these laws came into place so gary knows full well that he shouldn't be touching young girls mm-hmm. up at the pub this guy but yeah we found out that this guy that was arguing with me works behind the bar and he kept saying he was like well you should have you should have reported it and i was like what to you the bar staff who has this sort of fucking attitude who thinks that it's okay just because he was drunk and old and he had nothing to say to that and then we left we already agitated and then we were like, I really wanted to leave a bad review. Like, this is the kind of like attitude that comes from the bar staff mm-hmm. there. But I was like, I'm not going to say anything because I really like the owner of this pub. Like, he's always been really sweet, life advice, just really friendly. Yeah. Um, Let's call him Paul. So Paul, <laughs> Paul, the bar, the, the pub owner has always been really sweet. So I was like, not going to leave him a bad review and affect his mm-hmm. fucking custom. But don't expect me not to like mention anything the next time i'm talking to paul and this bartender comes up or whatever and then last week they were doing karaoke night we go and the guy on the fucking karaoke machine is miserable as fuck the last time we went to yeah the bald guy with the glasses who when we went and did like the adele and there was like five of us all around this one microphone and he was fine with it yeah he was Fair enough, he was a bit like, yeah, he was a bit weird about the drinks, but fair enough, like his, it's his karaoke equipment probably doesn't want to get ruined. But he allowed the five of us to be around one microphone Mm -hmm. during when like COVID was more. And we were with a randomer as well. So especially during COVID, like. There was mixing, like you was allowed. Mm -hmm. And then 
it was literally me, Liv, and Malietta. There was only three of us. And like, we were there. We weren't drunk enough. So we were ordering drinks. We weren't drunk enough to go up yet and sing. So Paul comes out and Paul's like, come on, ladies. Like, we're desperate for some singers. Like, get up there. And he was giving us like recommendations on like what songs people want to like hear you sing. Yeah. Especially in like an old pub. So we were like, okay. And then we get up there and this bold man that was fucking miserable to his last time. Mm -hmm. He was so friendly of everyone else, but the minute we got up here, he was like, no, only two of you. And I was like, Paul's just asked us to come up and sing. He was like, no, no, only two of you. And I was like, okay. And then I had my drink on the, I put it on the windowsill, like, so it was down and steady, but still in like my eyesight and near Mm -hmm. me. So like nothing fucking happened to it. And this guy literally picks it up, shoves it at me and was like, you're not allowed to fucking put drinks there. And I was like, where do you want me to put it? Like, I need to be able to see it. And he was like, I don't care. Go put it somewhere else. So like, I turn around and Paul was stood there. And I was like, Paul, can I leave this with you behind the bar? And Paul's normally so sweet. I would have been... And like, just to clarify, my parents both own a bar. Yeah. If a young girl came up to my dad and he was behind the bar and she was like going up to do karaoke and said, can I please leave this behind the bar with you? Mm-hmm. So she knows nothing happens to it. My dad would happily especially with like everything going on at the moment as well like where we live there's been quite a few spikings and men in vans trying to pull young girls in yeah it's like it's a scary time Mm -hmm. so like i'm saying to paul like can i leave this but with you behind the bar and he was like no go put it outside and i was like i don't know anyone outside i'm not gonna leave my drink there and he was like well it's not my problem go put it outside and like this man's normally so friendly to us. We're there all the time. We're regulars, and suddenly this is how he's treating us. Like I don't give a shit if someone puts something in your drink. Go leave it outside with all the weird fucking men around. Yeah. And Paul's kicking like loads of people out at this point. Like there's so many like rowdy people that he's having to kick out. So he clearly knows that there's people there that you know might cause a problem. Yeah. And he just wants me to leave my full drink unattended to sing karaoke that he wanted us to do so then when he was like no go leave outside i was like well i'm just not fucking singing then because i'm not leaving my drink you know and taking the chance that someone could put something in it when it's just been left there Mm -hmm. so we didn't like the bartender we didn't want to leave a bad review because we were like we're not going to affect paul's custom and then Paul was a dickhead. So now we're boycotting our favourite pub and it's really sad because he's always been so nice to us, but I'm not putting it's up... It's a good pub. Exactly, it's a really good pub, mm-hmm. but I'm not putting up with men that think women's safety isn't a fucking issue at the minute. Like, yeah. I'm not taking my chances in pubs like that. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just go somewhere else that's a bit more expensive that'll probably give a shit if I feel like there's weird people around mm-hmm. that will do something if an old man grabs your fucking ass. Yeah. But yeah. Because like this... Um, what were we calling him? Gary. Gary. He is just on another level. Like it's borderline. Like you like think it's funny to begin with because it's a bit you're you're uncomfortable, but you you know you just should you be up. uncomfortable. Because yeah. Gary's like I said, Gary's seventy five. Yeah. So when he first came over, we just kind of like laughed along with it, like it was yeah. a joke, like oh this old man's like coming and chatting to us, and like you're entertaining him, like you're not being flirty, but you're just kind of like giggling and having a conversation. Mm-hmm or whatever and gary just got a bit too comfortable i remember that time the first time i went to this pub do you remember when yeah he was walking out and what did he say we were like oh where are you going gary he was like 
I'm going to bed or something like that. I'm going home to bed. And I was like, have a good sleep, Gary. He was like, why did you say it like that? Literally, he got so like yeah. defensive I was like, about I didn't it. Say it. Like anything, I was just saying, have a good sleep. And he walked off and he like stuck his two fingers up. And I was like, bye, Gary. Mature. What a mature old man. But like, I just think like this this old man got a bit too comfortable. And then the minute we tried to like kind of ignore him mm-hmm. because we were like, oh, we don't, we're not changing pubs because it's our favorite pub, but also. We don't have to talk to him if we don't want to. But the minute we started ignoring him, he'd come up and he'd be like, why haven't you spoken to me tonight? And it's like, Gary, I'm with my friends. Like, I don't have to come and talk. Exactly. I don't have to come and sit with you. Yeah. And he like got so offended and he didn't like that. I'm pretty sure that was the night that you then said, have a good sleep. I think it was. It was the same night. Yeah, because we were sat outside and he was inside and we didn't go... We were purposely ignoring him. Yeah. And then he came out to the table and was like, why haven't you said hi? That was it, yeah. And then he was like, I'm going home. And you're like, have a nice sleep. Mm-hmm. But no. So this this man was bothering us for a while. And then decided one night to just grab Olivia's ass out of the blue. And the fact that this guy was so, this bartender was so convinced that we'd just like mistaken the situation. Mm-hmm. And was like, Gary wouldn't do that. Gary's been fucking weird and harassing us for weeks. This is why girls like don't fucking say shit. Because men just don't believe you literally this was his reaction to it and then he was like well why didn't you report it to bar staff mm. you you're the fucking the bar staff yeah. it was i was fuming the I'm... problem is this pub as well like we've met so many <sighs> what would next in the next podcast we'll talk about um the navy people oh shit yeah because that's yeah. a story and a half like we've met so many nice people in this pub in this pub to like have to not go there anymore because of like the treatment that the owners yeah. and the staff there is like sad but they've just lost money they have because we were we were there all the time Mm -hmm. and like we'd be buying the expensive drinks like we'd be getting the double gins like all the other people there were you know getting the three the three pound pints or whatever Mm -hmm. and we'd have at least like i'd have at least six gins like to myself like in one night you know six six double gins shots exactly between all of us we all i feel like we brought in quite a lot of money for this man and he's lost it yeah so that's his own fault it is and i think i think if you're gonna own a pub or a bar you need to be especially in this day and age if a woman or a man feels uncomfortable Mm -hmm. respect that especially if it's one of your customers making them feel um uncomfortable and train your bar staff especially the woman that works there i'm not sure if it's his wife or his sister or something but she has obviously has a lot to do with the pub and she you see her she goes on a power trip every night like kicking off kicking people out she loves it she, she lives does. For it. she thrives off that and i just think i couldn't be dealing with that like my mom's have kicked people out when it's necessary mm-hmm. but this woman takes it too far mm-hmm. and i just think oh, you don't need to be like that when you own a pub do you so thanks for listening in on our third episode um don't forget to go to spotify yeah apple we're podcasts. on spotify and apple podcasts now go subscribe go follow go to our social media social medias because that um will let you know when there's new episodes out yeah um especially on twitter instagram as well instagram twitter tiktok all of it go give mm-hmm. it a follow go subscribe and we'll see you for monday's episode we will have a good weekend guys